0: for a show tonight, son. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. Oh! LeBron James with no regard for human life! <laughs> well, he has trouble with
1: the snap! And the ball is free!
0: I can honestly say I was a little disappointed that there weren't more students at the last game. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants
1: in, get in. Anybody wants out, get out. <laughs> Social media reports that, that LAPD was called.
0: <laughs> LAPD was called!
1: Welcome to Beyond Reason. Now, here's your host, Gage Dansby. And here we go again. Welcome back, everyone, to Beyond Reason. I'm Gage Dansby, and we wanted to bring back Sergey Harvey once again. Uh, this might be a recurring thing, I'm not exactly sure. Sergey seems to be uh, liking to come on here.
0: Yeah, I do actually. It's a lot of fun. Is this? I was trying to count. Is this our third or fourth together? I think this is our third.
1: I want to say our. That's third. what I was
0: thinking. Did we do one before the Habib fight
1: though? No, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. That was a while ago. If it was. Yeah,
0: I like. I don't. I don't remember doing it, but I do remember us like during the Habib recording. Say like bringing back up that I had a bet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or
0: was that, that the was, pre-Michigan you, State one?
1: That was pre-Michigan State. Ah, so that this was, is our third. Yes, this is our third. Speaking of Michigan there State, is. that's the first thing I wanted to talk to you about. So, it's no secret, Michigan beat Michigan State 21-7. to seven. Yeah. So, I'm honestly not that surprised, to be 100% honest. But, you were in East Lansing, so I want, let's talk about your experience in the EL. As a Michigan fan, how was East Lansing down there on game day?
0: You know, I was pretty amazed. Those people are a lot nicer than we are. Um, I only I only got like three or four like bad chirps, and most like out of those four, three of them were just really basic. You know, like not nothing like too go
1: green or something like that.
0: Well, an expletive and then Michigan. <laughs> um, oh, okay, okay, okay. So, but like, like that. you know, it's East Lansing; it's their college turf, and I was wearing yellow, so I get it. Was Nothing anyone personal.
1: like, what? Did you have any like crazy moments while you were down there? Or, uh,
0: there was there was only one. If anyone knows where uh, LS Teco is downtown, one of my favorite restaurants, by the way, you it, should go definitely go. there.
1: Oh, LS Taco is great. Yes, yeah. I've been there.
0: Although we always, my family calls it LS. So it's so weird to call it as Azteco, but, <laughs> like, uh, anyways, on my way there, uh, I, don't, I don't tend to move for people when I'm on the right part of the sidewalk. I tend to just move them. Did you come and, by uh,
1: another stubborn individual?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was standing in a group of, like, five, and I just, I moved him with my shoulder, and he was not a fan of it, but he didn't do anything, so...
1: just talked a little snack and that's about it? Went
0: and had myself a burrito.
1: So, I mean, so L.S. Tucker, that's right on Grand River, right? Yep. All right. So, I mean, I was kind of surprised. I mean, there was no one that, like, stayed away from you, like, avoided you, like, the plague, because... Do you remember, you know that email that was sent out to MSU students? Oh, yeah, about... um, The mumps cases. The mumps, yeah. Yeah, the mumps cases. For anyone listening who doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, there was an email sent out to all Michigan State students before the Michigan-Michigan State game, warning students to stay away from direct contact from University of Michigan students (laughs) that are coming to East Lansing because there have been confirmed diagnoses of the mumps in Ann Arbor.
0: Yeah.
1: What's going Uh, on in Ann Arbor, man? uh,
0: uh, Dude, I don't know. I got to wash their hands more or something. I'm just glad I'm not home right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> of my friends there, no one knows anybody. It's only like three cases out of how many thousand you still, know? but
1: no one wants to take that chance, I think, yeah, no one wants to catch the mumps,
0: I mean, yeah, obviously,
1: so but. I mean, but no one like really tried to avoid you if like if you no wearing that, Michigan shirt. that
0: that joke wasn't really blowing up until like after the game was over because only like only once kids put online the email. Mm-hmm. saying, like, avoid Michigan fans, did uh, did anyone really talk about it? So, when, like, because we were out and about before the game, like a while before the game, like early morning. So most, and most state kids probably don't check their email on game day. Well, know, it was sent, Saturday out, it morning. was sent
1: out before game day. So it was, what well, it's sent out on Thursday. Right? Oh,
0: yeah, so they had a good amount of time to find out. I don't know. I'm in... Mean, well, oh, like only
1: once I was getting
0: back to uh to campus did I really hear any jokes about it. But no, I it would have been funny. It would have been funny if kids that that'd be a good one if kids were like, "Oh, stay back. I'm not trying to get mumps." mumps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that no one actually did that to you though. Like no one was just Oh, uh, oh man! This kid's got maybe has the mumps. He's wearing a Michigan shirt in East Lansing, no. just like staying away, like with the little X with the fingers type of thing.
0: Yeah, I think kids are too concentrated on day drinking to care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there were probably so many darties in East Lansing that day. It was a noon kickoff though, so I'm sure that they had to be cut short in order to watch the game. You'd
0: think. I don't know. We were out at like 11:45, and it didn't look like it was slowing down much
1: until the rain came in of course that's true we weren't outside for the rain luckily Were you, you weren't in the concourse in spartan stadium because i've seen videos of the concourse just being absolutely packed when the mandatory evacuation came out oh
0: yeah no we uh we were gonna go to the game but we saw the forecast and all of my state fan friends didn't want to pay for tickets for a loss so they you know, knew they already yeah.
1: knew they weren't going to just even.
0: What can I say? They're not dedicated. Oh, <laughs> you
1: know, man.
0: I know. And their in their defense. Like a ticket's like a hundred bucks day, like day of. So it's understandable. Yeah. Even for
1: the student section, which is like extremely discounted. Well,
0: you can't even get student section tickets because MSU uses their IDs ah. and the kids won't let you borrow their IDs for a season ticket. Like, okay. If, if they get tickets through student, they mm-hmm. have to use their card, and they're not going to sell you their card temporarily, you know? That
1: Yeah, that yeah. that's too much of a risk, obviously. Yeah, exactly,
0: because where's the incentive to give it back, <laughs> you yeah. know?
1: Oh, man, I got this kid. To, I'm an MSU <laughs> student now. Get <laughs> yeah. some <Season> tickets, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's go in, student oh. section. I mean, it I'll makes grab sense. Grab myself lunch, too. <laughs> oh. So what about, did were you on the field at uh, pregame when that little scuffle between Devin Bush and the entire Spartan team was going on?
0: I was not a fan of that. I'm not gonna lie. I saw it, and uh, I mean, MSU was definitely provoking with their like arms locked, walk in solidarity. You can't have our field crap, which is just stupid. Like, just go play the game. Well, but, like, I mean, why, their, why you got to shred up?
1: In their defense, that's a pregame tradition that they've been doing for years. I mean, yeah, but why do high- it? why do it while Michigan's out there? Well, they gave Michigan time beforehand, and then they warned I mean, him, hey, we're going to come out on the field for the walk, and then some players decided not to move. From what I've been told, of course. Obviously, yeah. the timing of it might get mixed up. Maybe yeah. maybe Michigan State is in the wrong. I mean, maybe they... I,
0: even, even if Michigan State was doing something unnecessarily rude and just trying to push Michigan off during their warm-up, he, he leg- legitimately tore out a chunk of the turf which for starters unnecessary hard to repair and secondly not what Michigan football is about yeah we're not it, it didn't the, put a good
1: light on yeah, Michigan football
0: it, it's been it's it's a tr- it's a school of tradition you know uh i don't think Harbaugh liked it but i don't think he he cared cuz he was too focused on winning a football game yeah but you well, lo- you mean, look back said, to like bo the, Schembechler the, era that's not what we're about
1: yeah, well, he said afterwards, like, uh, like the little walk he said was quote Bush League for Dantonio, and he said Dantonio was smiling the whole time. And now it just came out yesterday that both the Bi- that the Big Ten fined both Michigan and Michigan State ten thousand dollars for the incident.
0: Ah, that's nothing. That's pocket change. That's <laughs> that's just an. That's just the NCAA. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the NCAA. It was, it was the Big, Big Ten. ten. Big, it ten. Was the Big Ten. That was just Big Ten. Doing something so they could say they did something, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, ten thousand
0: dollars is nothing.
1: I mean, it's it's an in-state rivalry. You knew something was gonna happen. Yeah,
0: it's big time. A, it's Big Ten football. B, it's Michigan. Michigan State. Yeah, like that.
1: That's you know. Yeah, as the Fox commercial said, "Brothers fighting." Yeah, dude. it's you know, a house divided. Uh huh. So I mean, I can. Yeah, ten grand probably isn't that much for either program. Ten
0: grand is nothing for a school's football program. That's legitimately a drop in the bucket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they don't care. Oh, ten thousand dollars? You say, oh, all right, mm, all right. Okay. Just uh, uh, yeah, uh, we'll, I'll get you the two R uh, athletic director. He'll you want that forward. cash or check? <laughs> <laughs> we can do either. <laughs> you want that in singles, twenties, yeah. crisp maybe. hundreds? Speaking yeah. of money, that Mega Millions jackpot. Yeah. Did you did you see? There's only one. I winner. one person won. Yeah. One one winning ticket in South Carolina. There it is. But the winner hasn't claimed their winnings yet. Oof. That's uh. So does interesting. that mean the tickets just out there waiting to be the found t- by it's someone? somewhere? It's somewhere in the state of South Carolina. Yep. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'll pay for the gas money itself if we find it. That is true, and the lodging or whatever. Mm. I mean, they said that if you take out the lump sum payment after taxes, it's going to be about five hundred and ninety-six million. Damn. Yes, I don't know That's how. a lot of money. I don't know what I could do with that much money. Do I would run th- out of things to spend on. Honestly, people
0: really think that. But what you what you notice when people get rich is it's. Like, you look at any professional athlete, especially McGregor is a great example, where, like, it's not just, like, very large purchases that dramatically affect your bank account. It's just upping your general standard of quality. So, like, it's not the fact that you buy ten Lamborghinis, five mansions, you know, like, it's not giant spending habits like that. It's the fact that you get used to dressing your entire family in Louis Vuitton on a daily basis. Yeah, (laughs) you know, it's the it's the little things.
1: Like two, three years old,
0: at most, I would say two. Yeah,
1: he's he can't be that old. Maybe he's he's dressed in Gucci and Louis. I know, and like. He probably doesn't even know what that is. He's just... he's he No, clothing. he has no idea what he it is. He's He's
0: just wearing something. Yeah. He doesn't know the feel between silk and, like, a Hanes t-shirt. <laughs> like, he doesn't know. Why, like, why spend $5,000 on your kid's outfits every day?
1: If he doesn't know the difference. Yeah,
0: if he's a baby. <laughs> exactly. Why spend it on yourself when you could have money instead?
1: Well, no, I saw this YouTube video. It was, like, this guy who said if I had a $100 million to spend... I mean, the dude, like, paid off his... His family. Mm-hmm. And, like, he paid off his like, family, debts. trees, all the debts, like mortgages, yeah. car payments, whole nine yards. And then he's Lums like, you shit. know what? I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to live comfortably for the rest of my life. Not only that, I'm going to take my wife, uh, and we're going to go sightsee the world for a year straight. Uh, Let's go after that. Maybe I'll buy a couple nice cars. And then, like, he went through all these different things, and he goes, I ran out. I did everything that I wanted to do in life, and I still have money to spare. Yeah, and like, so if you get that lump sum of close to six hundred million, what are you gonna do with all of that? I mean, first off, you got to keep it quiet, because yeah, that's why. That's why he people... he
0: says pay off family debts as though that's that's all they'd want, because once people have a have bad. You ever,
1: have you ever seen the mo- movie Lottery Ticket?
0: I have not, but I know the premise.
1: Yeah, I mean, like. He get so it's this dude who wins the lottery. Like uh-huh. basically they're equivalent to the Mega Millions. Yep. But it's Labor Day weekend, so he can't cash in the ticket until after the weekend's over. Yeah. But the problem is everybody knows that it's him. Everybody in his neighborhood yeah. knows that it's him. So they all start coming up to him and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: Exactly. Everyone wants to be your friend once you're successful.
1: Yeah. And so,
0: I mean, which like people try to say, that's a bad thing. You know, you hear rap, like rappers say it a lot. Like, where you, where were you when I was at the bottom, but like, it's a, it's part of human nature, you know? So it's it's not bad on anyone, but the idea that you're just going to pay off your, uh, your second uncle's car loan and he's never going to come for you, like come for money again, Mm -hmm. you know, like he's not going to get another car now that it's paid off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You
1: know? Oh, man, my, my uh, nephew, second removed, just paid off my car payment. Let's go get a Benz. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, that's probably what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So that's probably why all of those people you see, like, they wear masks and they want to cash in the check anonymously. But the problem is that you ha- they have to say their name
0: yeah. and stuff like
1: that in order to cash in the check so they know it's them and they know who's the money that, the like, uh, that Mega Millions is sending mm-hmm. all that money to. So, like, as soon as... their name gets known public, you know that they're getting constant phone calls. Yeah, definitely. People knocking on their door that they haven't seen in years. Yeah. I mean... And, like, it's good to be
0: charitable, but most of the people who come to you for money when you win the lottery are not the ones who dramatically need money. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, oh, I have a mortgage. It's like, everyone has a mortgage. Yeah. Okay?
1: (laughs) I got a car payment. Yeah, so do I.
0: Yeah, everyone who owns a home has some form of debt
1: Uh uh-huh so i mean just like if you were in that position though just would you just try it would be so hard not to tell anyone yeah because you'd be like oh man i gotta tell my friends yeah that uh that girl in high school that i had a crush on (laughs) that guess what yeah guess what (laughs) i'm rich now (sighs) yeah it's gonna be like It would be so hard not to tell anyone, but knowing that as soon as you tell someone, it's just going to spread and then people are going to start calling you, like... Yeah. How long do you think you can keep it a secret before realizing, okay, this guy wants some money?
0: Yeah, and, like, you also have to remember, like, people who don't even know you will contact you, and there's so many snakes. Like, there's so many snakes in
1: the grass. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And
0: there's so many people who are going to be like, oh, I'm an investor, oh, like blah, blah, blah. Like, I can help you. Like, you got to diversify your income. And like, these are people that just want you you to lose your money to them.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, honestly, if I won, if I won the lottery, I would maintain the spending habits I have now, which is non name branded clothes, $50 a week on food and a $20 phone bill a month. (laughs) You know, yeah. I, I really, because I work all summer to make my money. I have to keep, like, make that last. Yeah. So I try to keep minimalistic spending habits. And then I would invest in land. Yeah, Because exactly. cause land, housing, housing and physical land are the only things that yeah. ever really maintain an uh, upward momentum. Yeah. You know, you because, you, like, you could buy a $10 million house. 20 years from now that's a $50 million house. Yeah, exactly. But you could buy a $50 million boat and 20 years from now it's a $5 million <laughs> boat. <laughs>
1: you know? The value just goes down.
0: Yeah, it does. Just like a it's car. A, yeah,
1: as soon as you pull it out the showroom it decreases in value. Exactly. The the
0: second it says owned it's it's now worth less than you paid. Yes. Yeah. Ah, like the story of OJ by a uh, Jay Z, yes, Jay-Z. I love that song because it's really teaching like valuable investment lessons. Yeah, of where to put your money.
1: Uh huh.
0: I love the 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 line about like, the
1: artwork. Know, yeah, you know what's better than blowing money? Credit. Credit. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like a like great ends, line. Credit. <laughs> <Yep>. That's it. <laughs> yeah. What was it like? He goes, "I bought." a million-dollar painting, now it's worth eight. Can't wait to give that, that to my children. Yeah, exactly. Kind of stuff like that. I mean, it's, it, like, it's yeah. investment advice in a song. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it's really smart. Uh-huh. I, I think that's a huge a huge part of it is just land, mm-hmm. just buying up land, because that's, that's the foundation of this country is you determined who you were based on how much land you had. Uh-huh. It wasn't how much l- weight you lifted, what grade of school you graduated. It was how many acres of land do you own. You know, yeah, and to a certain extent, livestock on that land.
1: Yes, yeah, it's like that show Yellowstone. You ever watch Yellowstone? That Kevin Costner show? Yeah, where he has like a million acres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out at you know, out in like Montana, and he's like just really rich rancher dude controls like almost everything (laughs) in the town. And you're just like, wow. All right, you basically created your own little mini cult here. Yeah, I see how it is, (laughs) and. But uh, yeah, that that's insane. But when you talked about McGregor earning all his cash and stuff like that, I mean it's probably gonna be a while before he fights again because the Nevada Sports Committee just suspended both Habib and McGregor indefinitely until this investigation's over.
0: Yeah, they're taking so long on that. It's because they really want to dramatize it.
1: But. Well, yeah. Say, what else do they have to investigate?
0: Yeah. One jumped a cage, one tried and failed, and then got jumped within the cage. (laughs) (laughs) The end.
1: (laughs) There's not much else to it.
0: Yeah. I'm so mad they canceled uh, the Lobov-Tahukov. Is it Tahukov? Tahukov? I don't know. But uh, one of the teammates of Habib that jumped the cage and punched Connor.
1: He was going to have a fight?
0: He was going to fight Artem Lobov, who trains with Connor and is the... uh, impart part, the catalyst of why McGregor Habib. Habab, ha- Habab? Habib. Habib even happened. Because do you remember how uh, the bus incident happened because Habib confronted one of Connor's teammates at a hotel yeah. and, like, slapped him? That was Artem. Oh. That was Lobov. Oh, boy. Yeah. So it was supposed to be teammates fighting, but they canceled it because, obviously, to who got s- suspended indefinitely.
1: Yeah. Was but. he one of the guys that was arrested?
0: Yes. Yeah, okay. he was one of the three.
1: Yeah, and McGregor didn't press any charges because he knew that it was going to be held. Well, and to like,
0: Habib wasn't gonna press any charges when Connor threw a dolly through a bus window at him. <laughs> you know, and yeah, he didn't actually get hit, but that's clearly you know? like attempted assault. That's at least battery. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. It's uh, you know, and uh, the whole fighting thing. It's reached the NBA now. Have you been watching Spidey? Oh, tape? yeah. Spit I saw... Tape.
0: Was it L.A. who...
1: Yeah, so to give, yeah. to give context for people that are listening, um, it was one of the first games of the season, new look Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron and company uh, against... LeBron James. LeBron James and uh, the Houston Rockets. Um, it was in Los Angeles. It was one of the first games at the Staples Center. And um, Chris Paul point guard for the Rockets and Rajon Rondo point guard for the Lakers they do not have a good history with each other it started off with like arguing and a little bit of taunting back and forth like when uh in 07 I think it was when the Celtics were really good uh and and made it to like the championship and stuff like that and Chris Paul was with the uh New Orleans Hornets at the time now the New Orleans Pelicans um but now I guess that rivalry is continuing uh, they got Rondo and Chris Paul got into a bit of little words exchanged apparently allegedly <laughs> Chris Paul says that Rajon Rondo spit in his face uh, that mean so as a response Chris Paul poked his eye and then oh, Rajon oh, Rondo threw a punch landed yeah. connected and then punches started to be thrown giant fight Who? broke out
0: Someone ran in and punched someone from behind in like Brandon the Ingram. neck. Dude,
1: Brandon Ingram, the, y'all
0: need to learn where, where how to fight. Eye gouging, punching from behind—like, you guys are a bunch of
1: cheaters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Brandon What's Ingram next? started um, off fighting kicks? with a referee. So that didn't, so he he was getting mouthy with a referee. He had yeah. to be pulled away, and then that's when the Rajan Rondo Chris Paul incident happened. Mm-hmm. So Brandon, it all started when Brandon Ingram was disagreeing with a ref. He got so heated at the ref that they had to pull him away. And meanwhile, while that was going on in place, stopped, Rajan Rondo and Chris Paul confronted each other. Mm-hmm. And then that incident skewed up. Brandon Ingram rushed back into the fray, started throwing punches. It, it got Ugh. nasty real quick.
0: That's not much of a fight, man. It's I, an mean, NBA, I mean, it's uh, the for, NBA, the, for the NBA, obviously, it's an it's NBA good.
1: version of a fight. I don't think we're ever going to see something on the level of the Malice at the Palace again.
0: No, no, definitely not. Not for at least a while. I mean, I a feel, while, like, I mean, I feel the... like the NBA has done a fairly good job of uh, of keeping the competition high, but like the aggression low. Because you see in basketball, like, when players get angry or riled up, they just work harder, you know? Whereas Mm -hmm. in other sports like football or hockey, you see them get riled up and respond with actual, like, aggression, like slashing or punches, yeah.
1: You know, or dirty hits.
0: Dirty hits, yeah. Yeah, I mean keeping them down after the play that's a common i love in football when someone just stays on top after the play that (laughs) oh that kills me (laughs) they're like trying to shove them off and like a teammate has to come grab them i love i love i love seeing linemen get in fights that's the best because like (laughs) they don't ever actually throw punches they just shove each other they shove each other and they smack each other's like well that's how it starts
1: off because you're like blocking 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 and then you're like oh okay then it goes into pushing and then shoving and then Face yeah. masks and face mask. That's like, oh
0: yeah, pushing up the like chin with the face mask, that's yeah. hilarious too. Man. But yeah, I mean I don't know. What was it? They it was like two game and three game suspension. So
1: uh Chris Paul got suspended two games, Rajan yep. Rondo suspended three games, and yep. Brandon Ingram got suspended four.
0: I don't think that's very much. Was it Ingram who came in with the the hook from behind? Yes. Yeah, he deserves more than four games. Because if he had hit him in the, the back of the neck right below the skull, that's, like, brain stem. Yeah. You know, that's, like... And, like, he punched him in the neck, for starters, from behind, secondly. Like, and after running up and doing a twist. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the most powerful punch you can throw. You know.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he got... And four four games in the NBA quick. season. LeBron James, like, pulled Chris Paul away real quick. Yeah. And so he he ended the... Did scuffle. LeBron do anything? He, he ended the fight by pulling Chris Paul away from him. Yeah.
0: Good for him. Good for LeBron. I wouldn't expect him to really, like, I'd expect him to be the one who gets intense and, like, goes up for a block or a dunk and gets in a bit of a shoving match, but I would never really expect LeBron to, like, throw hands. Yeah, so
1: when you go back, you remember the 2016 NBA Finals, one where Cops mm-hmm. actually won the championship? Yeah. Okay, game six. It was the last game in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. LeBron goes up and blocks Steph Curry. <laughs> And he, you know, just mows off and taunts him. Do you remember that? I think so. I mean, I think that's probably the most. LeBron is there like, ever
0: is there think. like a famous photo of it, like a, a
1: yeah, still where flame? he's like where LeBron is like kind of smirking at Curry yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the block I'm talking about. I think that's the most that LeBron would ever do in a game. Yeah, and even doesn't...
0: then, that's like a fair play right there. You know? Oh, it was a
1: clean block. Yeah, absolute clean block. It wasn't dirty. It was just hey, get out of my house. Yeah. You know, type of thing.
0: And even even if you hate LeBron, you got to give him credit for the fact that he's not running up on people like that,
1: you know. And then Curry threw his mouthpiece later when he got fouled out. Wah, wah. <laughs>
0: Dad, they're being mean.
1: <laughs> I saw the, um, apparently the guy that he hit was um, w- one of the kids of the minority owners of the Cavs. <laughs> <laughs> Oops.
0: <laughs> There's my game day check.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Not 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 the Warriors, the Cavs. The Cavs had nothing to do with Kirk. Oh,
0: okay. I thought you meant the Warriors. No, 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 no. it I was, was like that's not exactly who you want to throw that
1: at. No, it was one of the kids of the minority owners of the Cavs. Okay. Not the not the Warriors. So I mean, I guess that that's fair enough. Yeah. T- take that, yeah. Cavs.
0: There's not much he's going to do about it. No, not at all. <laughs>
1: Kidding me? That kid was so excited. He go. There yeah, was an free Instagram- mouthpiece. No, yeah, there was an Instagram video. Steph Curry threw his mouthguard at me. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Best day ever. Yeah. Thanks, it was like Dad. a great day for him. He doesn't even care. Dad, look what I got. Good uh, for the kid, man. That that you know that Steph Curry's mouthpiece, <laughs> right? Yeah. Your point is. <laughs> I got Steph Curry's mouthpiece. I could sell this on eBay for a hundred dollars. He didn't go
0: to U of M. It doesn't have mumps. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly, it's clean. This was not for in Ann Arbor. It was in the Bay Area, (laughs) San Francisco. Oh man! Do you
0: remember last year there was a there was an MLB? uh, What is that called? Rushing the mound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a guy rushing the mound though. The guy, the guy wanted to fight, so he he threw his helmet at the pitcher, and like what it looks like is that. Like he just lost control of it because it went like forty five degrees away That's from Bryce the pitcher Harper you're talking about. Yeah, Bryce Harper and yeah. everyone was laughing at him like, dude, you're in the you're in the show and like you can't even throw a helmet at a guy. <laughs> uh, but I I, I, I he never talked about it. But I think it was really just because last second he decided that would that would get him in serious trouble and he like let it roll out of his hand
1: yeah like in mid throw he's like you yeah. know what no nah, uh, you is know not what maybe idea. i don't <laughs> want
0: assault with a deadly weapon on my record <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then he runs up adjusts his hair of course because he's brice yeah Bam, that was such a bad the fight <laughs> there was
0: one actual punch landed in that entire brawl yeah and it was that it first was, punch it
1: was the first punch that harper threw when he actually got up to the mouth yeah and then the rest of it It didn't exactly do much though. Them, yeah. That's what like baseball fights turn into. Like you might get a good one hit, but yeah. by the time the benches and the dugouts come in,
0: it's just a mad scramble. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's just running around trying Everyone's to grab at each other. Grab
1: at each other trying to pull each other away and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, that's it,
0: what I, I hate hockey brawls now cuz it used to be like if there was a line brawl in hockey, everyone would just pick a guy. Yeah. And you'd drop your gloves, you'd unclip your helmet, you'd undo your fight strap and, and go. you'd go at it. Uh-huh. You know, and now it's just like one guy lays a big hit, someone comes in, shoves him, they start to scruff and like four other people like storm in and like stand there like pushing each other around and grabbing jerseys. <laughs> you know, like what is it what are you guys even doing?
1: Are there just like more fines now in the NHL? Like I more really serious? I don't know
0: what it is. Uh, I personally like I think it's they did try to they did try to cut down on fighting, so there mm-hmm. was like a brief two years where there was like serious um, penalties for yeah, it. Yeah,
1: that was probably after the whole history between the Red Wings and the Colorado Avalanche. Remember that? I mean, obviously, Claude I remember the gang that. Gang versus. Uh, I hate,
0: it, dude! I hate Colorado to this day. <laughs> um,
1: that was oh man, that was such a bitter rivalry. Were, Red Wings uh, and Avalanche. Can we safely assume that it was just because of Claude Lemieux? No, it was because of Patrick Waugh.
0: It was all Patrick Waugh. Okay. That guy's a garbage person.
1: <laughs> Patrick. Claude Lemieux was just kind of like a add on. Well, you had
0: that, like, the the reason it really spurred up was because we vehemently beat Montreal into the dirt and mm-hmm. they just left Patrick Waugh in net. Yeah. For, like, I think it was ten to eleven Wait, the goals. Red Wings
1: left, Patrick Monnet
0: No, the Canadiens. He played for the Canadiens before the Avs. Yeah. And they left him in for way too long against Detroit, mm-hmm. and he pulled himself and he told the staff essentially to go screw <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, yeah in a, uh, in a, in fill in, in a the light, blank in a
1: light term. You can yeah, yeah use your imagination.
0: I think he actually like. To their faces flipped all of the coaching staff the bird like during (laughs) the game and then he said he said in the presser after that game i will never play for montreal ever again and was pretty like a week later two weeks later traded to the avs and then we did it again we beat the avs like eight to nothing Mm -hmm. and then he started a fight and then there was a couple dirty hits that also sparked the rivalry pretty heavily uh i think chelios had a bad one
1: Oh yeah, Chris Chelios. Chris That's Chelios actually,
0: yeah. had a really bad one at one point is, in his career, but I don't think it was against the abs. You
1: know where, you know what college you graduate from?
0: No, where? Michigan State. Oh, I did know that cuz his
1: kid did too. Yeah, he had two kids that went through MSU. Yeah. Hockey. Yeah.
0: No, I'm not surprised. Uh I I love that the Wings pick up a lot of the Michigan like Michigan wings. Michigan State. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, like China uh Justin Advocator mm-hmm. is out of state. He won uh he won a national title for them.
1: Yeah, back in 07. Uh, yeah, OT yeah. goal.
0: Mhm. Um, I swear there was more Michigan players. I'm just forgetting
1: them right now. But oh yeah, there's probably a bunch that are. But I um, love that.
0: I love that they pick up some college Wait, kids. Uh, especially. Where did Dylan locally. Larkin go to? Yeah, Larkin was the captain for Michigan. That was one Dylan I was trying Larkin. to think yep. of. Yeah, I love that. But uh, that that was a big rivalry. It didn't the uh, the big fighting thing was really in like I think it was. 2012. Don't quote me on it, though. mm mm-hmm. um, And for a little while, it kind of changed the whole mentality around it. So I think now it's not actually any, like, particular rules. It's just that people have gotten used to not having to fight. There also haven't been a l- whole lot of really game-altering hits. Oh, yeah. And, uh...
1: Well, I and mean, fighting the biggest, sl- the fighting biggest fighting... most controversial thing that we prob- that I could say that we've had in past was um uh was it Stanley Cup? Um it was Penguins versus Predators and Sidney Crosby versus PK Subban Remember that whole fiasco? When was this? Oh man, it was just like a year or two ago. Um it was
0: It couldn't have been
1: it No would it was, have had I think to, it was the Stanley Cup it wasn't yeah. It was the Stanley Cup. Uh
0: uh-huh. was the this per- their first or second in a row? Uh, when Penguins? they had the double header, yeah. Uh,
1: I think it was their second, but they were facing. Did the Preds off, play them in the finals? Yeah, they faced off against the Nashville Predators. They did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, then there were. Uh,
0: oh, I do remember that. Sidney
1: Crosby and PK Subban. Remember? Yeah. Were, like, yeah. Yeah. Fiasco in that whole series. Yeah. I would say that that was probably the closest thing that we're ever that we've had. Yeah. In recent memory.
0: Although I do, I do. Have, do you know who? Uh, to Chuck is his younger brother just got drafted, but I think it's uh, Brady Tochukwu who's the older of the two. What team does he play for? He plays for the Calgary Flames.
1: Uh, I'm not. I don't know much about Calgary. So. Do you
0: know? Do you know who Drew Doughty is? Yes. To lit up Dowdy. Oh, boy. <laughs> lit him up, and <laughs> that's, that's that start. spurred a small rivalry.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that. Between
0: that's him and Dowdy, and then eventually the Kings and the Flames. And I really want to see that escalate, because I loved Chuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He mm-hmm. hits so... There's, like, a 16-minute YouTube compilation called To Chuck Pissing People Off His Freshman Year. Because <laughs> 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 his first year in the show, he was just... He was lighting people up, and, like... You see, you see a lot of shoving back and forth uh-huh. now, and he's someone that just swings. He'll yeah. give you a shove, you shove back, and he just comes in with a hook. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't see that much.
1: I love it. So if we go back to uh, basketball real quick, I don't mean to change the no, subject. No, 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 go for yet, it. So a couple of big games. Uh, Blake Griffin, Detroit Pistons, had a 50-point game against Hell the yeah. Philadelphia 76ers. Uh He had a last-minute and one that won the game uh, by one point. Um, However, there was another story. Joel Embiid, Mm -hmm. uh, he got into Andre Drummond's head and flopped vigorously. I mean, went to acting school, flopped. That got Andre Drummond um, his second technical and Uh and and got Drummond tossed. Dang. Oh man, doing Drummond <coughs> was absolutely fuming <coughs> oh, Doing him dirty Yeah, exactly And then, you know, of course, Embiid doing Embiid things Gets up and basically, you know uh, Speaks his mind to the entire Detroit <laughs> crowd You know, stuff like that Kind of yeah. like, you know, this is my having city a, This is my city now I thing. hate when
0: people say that This is my city now It's like, come on, dude You're you're on a sports team Are you actually from here? You know <laughs> I I hate that that's ah. why I like seeing local guys play for the Wings. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it sucks he got thrown out on a uh, illegitimate technical. But
1: well, the NBA looked into it and basically went to Joel and being like, "Okay, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no." They went to Joel and was like, "Dude, listen, that was an obvious flop. Yeah. Um, we're gonna find you. We're gonna take <laughs> away Drummond's technical. Uh, don't do that again." <laughs> and now you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> Drummond was like, yeah, all right, now we're getting somewhere. And, of course, Embiid, he's like, what are you talking about? That was a clean tech. And everybody just shows oh, him the video. yeah, come on. <laughs> Stop. It's so hilarious to see Joel Embiid flop because it was like all Drummond did was, like, turn around to run back to the other end of the court. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Embiid acted like he threw an elbow as he was turning mm-hmm. around. And, of course, was like, oh, you know, <laughs> falling back down on the floor. It was so obvious that it was – um flop
0: that's like the soccer flops where you can visibly see they didn't even touch them
1: yeah it's still a joke to this day the Neymar flop in the World Cup yeah exactly (laughs) like everybody like the whole world was like Neymar you are better than this (laughs) you're one of Brazil's best players
0: what was up with him in this last World Cup man he was not producing he went missing in action
1: along with Lionel Messi hey good for Russia and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, like like the big name players, just went missing completely in the yeah. in this year's World Cup. Dang,
0: hate to see it happen. I really wish Russia could have squeezed by Croatia. Oh well, although we had a couple close calls, but yeah, I noticed that. I was like, Neymar did not look even present in those games. The only like, thing that he could he try looked- to
1: get going for him was the flops.
0: Yeah, and even even then I watched God, what game was that? Brazil versus did they play Mexico in qualifiers? Mm, sounds about it, right. I that think sounds it was right, another yeah. Latin American yeah. country. Yeah, that but sounds like right. even as even his flops they weren't calling because mm-hmm. they were like, Come on, <laughs> get up. <Come laughs> even the refs
1: were like, Okay, yeah. seriously? I'm about to call a yellow card on you if you stop. <laughs> <laughs> Who won this
0: year? France?
1: France, yes. The final was France versus Croatia.
0: Oof. Oh yeah, I remember all the jokes of like who's rooting for which and it was the whole world for Croatia and then France for France.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> Croatia was like such a small nation, yeah, never been there you before.
0: Just, you didn't expect it.
1: Yeah, and it's like And come on, France. France has been <laughs> there before. They won before. Yeah. They're they're a soccer powerhouse, whether people like it or not. No. So they're like, Croatia? Hmm. This small little country. I can get behind that. Yeah, let's do it. And of course France won. And yeah, no one was happy Of course. It. Oh, well. Oh, man. You know. You're what you're And getting. then, but the problem was, going back to Blake Griffin and his 50-point game, quickly overshadowed by Steph Curry's performance last night. Did you wake up to that news today? No. He scored 51 points in three quarters. 11 three-pointers. Wow. The man couldn't miss if he tried. <laughs> <laughs> You know those, like, videos of Steph Curry, you know, just making ridiculous threes, like, mm. over the years? Yeah. Yeah, basically that, imagine it that It was just a compilation. Hi- imagine <laughs> that whole highlight video in one game. Yeah. I mean...
0: And how are you supposed to, like, how are you supposed to defend threes like that, you know?
1: You can't... There were three guys that were, like, coming up to Curry, like, between the half-court line and the three-point line, because mm-hmm. he was that dangerous that night. Yeah. Still jacking up threes triple-team and makes them...
0: Oh craziness
1: and it, it,
0: it 11 three-pointers
1: 51 points in the in three quarters mm-hmm. and then finally Steve Kerr was like okay okay Steph maybe you deserve <laughs> a break now yeah even Kevin Durant was like you can just sit me yeah I'm I I don't I'm not it's pro- all good I, <laughs> no no leave him out there yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Kevin Durant was like I don't need to play these guys <laughs> Steph <laughs> has this covered oh, <laughs>
0: should have let him keep going
1: yeah that uh, that was against the uh, Washington Wizards and it was it was not a pretty sight. It just all I saw on Twitter this morning was just videos of Curry doing those wild dribbles mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like being triple team, double team, jacking it up from the parking lot and still making it. Like, how do you do this? Yeah. One night you're like this, and the next you can't make a three to save your life. Like, <laughs> I yeah, just I wait mean, for Steph Curry amazing. He is a great point guard, but he is inconsistent.
0: Yeah. What do you think, like, historically, his rank is right now? Because like, people say... Best point people, best pe- of all time? Best of all time and best point guards. Because people, people tell me he's the best point guard of all time. Is that true? Ooh. I don't know enough about basketball to, like, debate it.
1: So, I mean, as a shooting guard, I'd say he's up there. The, pr- the tricky thing with point guards is that their main purpose is to give other players the opportunity. Which he does not do. So, I mean, he does, but usually all-time great point guards are determined based off of their assists and being able to help the team generate points. Was Robertson a uh, point guard? I don't think so. I think he was I a wonder shooting guard. I what he was. Um, so, I mean, when you look at that, you would look at John Stockton. You would look at Pete Maravich. Um, I can't say Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor was a shooting guard. But shooting, uh, point guards are not only uh, determined based off of their shooting, but based off of how they help the team as a whole. Because they're the ones that bring the ball down the floor. They're the ones that start the plays, that get the offense rolling. And the ones that usually make the dishes to other teammates for them to score the points. He was a point guard. He was? okay. Yeah, then that's yeah. what I thought. Oscar Robertson, then definitely, yes, he is... Uh, One of the greats. I mean, Mr.
0: Triple Double.
1: You can put in like Moses Malone. Yeah. Um, You know, those all-time great Jason Williams, Steve Nash. I mean, not only did they score points, but they're assist kings. Mm -hmm. They gave other teams a look, and that's like what a great point guard is supposed to be. Not only be able to make shots when they need to. But dish out assists and give other people. Yeah, a
0: it's it's someone who isn't just great. They make the rest of their team great. Too. That
1: that's the that's the epitome of a great point guard. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I would say if Steph Curry was in the shooting guard position and not mm-hmm. the point guard position, I could see that. Yes. Yeah. But point guard. But he's
0: got to get a little more generous first.
1: I think he just has to be a little bit more generous. That yeah. I mean, that's the I mean. And then, yeah, I'd say he's in the conversation. I could say same thing for Kyrie Irving.
0: Yeah, I mean, just, I can see again
1: that. handles absolutely out of this world. He can mm-hmm. do things that you know almost no point guard in the NBA can in regards to handling and yeah shot making and stuff like that. But I mean, assist totals, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean Russell Westbrook. The only reason why he had good assist totals was because he was trying to average a triple double every game during his MVP run. Um,
0: Motivation.
1: (laughs) Chris Paul, actually, good point guard. Always gives out great assists. So, I mean, I would say Chris Paul, point guard-wise, might be better than Steph Curry. Okay. Right now. I'd say Hmm. Chris Paul. Um, Curry's not that far behind, though.
0: What what about just overall best players in the NBA? Mm -hmm. I think LeBron's first. Cur- so we're talking just current
1: did. best. Play- so we're talking current best players in the NBA. Yeah. So I would say number one, LeBron James. Yes. Yeah. Number two, Kevin Durant. I would say.
0: Everyone, see, everyone always says that. Yeah. Uh,
1: do you have a better number two? Am I? No, am I no, no. Someone?
0: I'm. I'm not saying you're wrong. I again.
1: I am he, not like a LeBron. knowledgeable person. Again, It's like LeBron because he's so versatile. He is a I tall can see that. forward that's able to play point if he wants to great shooting great handling yeah so you could legitimately I mean he's just all around
0: good throw a penny on the court and he can do something where it lands yes exactly
1: um oh man after that it gets a little spotty I would say I mean I'd say if he played defense better I could say James Harden yeah, James Harden better. Yeah. How about at all? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's true. Yeah, James Harden doesn't play defense to save his life. Yeah. So that's why I How many compilations
0: hesitant. are there of Harden not back-checking? Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: there's, there's so many things wrong with Harden on defense. That's why I was hesitant. Uh. hmm, hmm, <laughs> hmm. You know, Kyrie Irving maybe? Yeah. I could say Kyrie Irving being up there. Um, Anthony Davis is fantastic right now. because uh, He's probably the best center in the, in the league, I would say. Probably next to Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid, probably up there. Um, it's Dwayne Wade's last season. I don't think he's up in like the top anymore because he's, yeah, know, he's no, getting up he's, there in age. Yeah, but, he's kind of fallen off a bit. But you can't deny what he's done for the Miami heat. I mean, so I think they're going to miss him when Miami is gone. Definitely. So, I mean, with that being said, I want to end off the podcast with, uh, this really quick. So I saw this, uh, article this morning and I wanted to bring it up. This is just so twisted. Um, there was a uh middle school kids an eleven and 12 year old girls that um have been arrested and uh charged with um intention to murder some of their classmates um and then drink hmm. their blood hmm like they found in their house um multiple knives mm-hmm that's what they were going to use. Like they were going to stab them. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. And then goblets, you know, like chalices. Yeah, yeah. Where they would, they uh, they had run. Essentially, fill
0: it. Yeah, essentially with fill it. dead people's blood.
1: Yep, and then drink it.
0: That's really interesting because you
1: you look yeah, at inter- interesting is one word for it. I right? mean, <laughs> obviously it's
0: obviously it's disgusting, immoral, and those kids are definitely mentally disturbed, like precursor. But yeah. it's Appar- it's apparently, interesting.
1: Apparently, they were like satanists or something yeah
0: it's it's interesting from a criminology perspective because most like when you think when you think people getting killed in a school Mm -hmm. you think school shooter yeah and you think male you think low to mid teenage and you think white yep because those those are the people that do it that's that's the profile (laughs) every time Yeah. and you, you know what's interesting is you said uh Girls wanting to drink people's blood. You know what I immediately thought of? Those kids who killed their friend for Slenderman. Oh my
1: gosh, I completely really forgot about that.
0: Yeah, and like these, I these are the only major instances of like, like females wanting to commit like young like not just females but young girls, wanting co- to commit serious atrocities. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that they were both with knives. They're yep. both to do with some satanic cult esque perception of reality and uh, mm. it's interesting that they pick classmates I wonder what probably the motivation like the behind that probably to. the easiest to get to yeah. but why not just lure some kid who thinks they're your friend out into the woods like the other right yeah. um,
1: they didn't want to work that hard I guess they're not like, I'm going now, to they're like <laughs> screw it
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we go to school every day might as well get it done there Yeah. Uh, but I wonder there there had to have been some form of like, like really life altering trauma that would have to take them outside of the perception of a positive reality. yeah because exactly.
1: like something had to happen.
0: I know a fair amount of Satanists and like because people people misconstrue what a Satanist is. People think they just want to kill goats and like murder, pillage, murder, pillage. like there's a lot of people who see Satanists not as like praise Satan, praise bad things, but as an acceptance of the reality that humans are a immoral and be not immortal mm-hmm. so that we're living beings that have issues and have faults and the reason we can be good is because there is someone out there who creates bad right mm-hmm. but then you get these twisted satanist perce- perspectives and it's almost always people who have lived horrific lives yeah because yeah.
1: Uh, like the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world and stuff like yeah, that
0: yeah and there's there's certain amounts of nature right Of maybe, like, dopamine levels or neurotransmitters being askew in their head that make them feel less. And then there's traumatic events in their life that skew their perception of reality. That's my guess, is that these girls, for some reason, had had a horrible atrocity performed on them, either sexual or just physical. Um, And they didn't know know how to cope.
1: You know, like, the the girls in, like, this ritual thing. Have you ever... um, uh, you know like Salem Witch Trials stuff like mm-hmm. that? And yeah. You, you ever read the book the, um, or the play? It's a play The Crucible by Arthur Miller uh, I have not. Did you read that in high school?
0: I did not have to,
1: no So essentially it's a, it's a play that basically is like a, a, a turn off from the Salem Witch Trials. Like mm-hmm. it takes place Salem, Massachusetts yep. around that time period Okay. and they were like girls that, um, like the girls in the town, um, were you know, basically, you know doing like these, like you know, just for fun and stuff like Mm -hmm. that they weren't doing really anything serious Yeah, like these little ritual things and stuff Uh like that, and um one of the girl, the main girl um, wishes that um, the main guy in -hmm. the play leaves his wife for her, because they had an affair, okay, yeah um, and stuff like that. So eventually, so, like, someone walks by and catches the girls in the forest. So mm-hmm, they try doing to, like, their thing. So, yeah, so they try to blame others and stuff like that, and everybody's so scared that if they put them in, that if, like, the girls say that they're part of Witchcraft, or, like, someone's, like, they'll basically... They'll get killed. Yeah, they'll get killed. Yeah. And they send them to hang. And the whole thing is, like, this girl is trying to get the main guy. The main guy's name is John Proctor. Okay. Um, trying to get John Proctor's wife killed so she can be with John Proctor. Yeah. And John Proctor's like, what the hell are you doing? You know, you know I'm not part of this. You know that I had nothing to do with this. (laughs) And
0: Please don't kill my wife. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. and then it ends up being John Proctor takes the fall and he dies. So in order for his wife to live. Yeah. So the girl doesn't get what... She, she wants wanted. yeah and, and he doesn't get to be alive yes <laughs> <laughs> <Help> <laughs> and so i mean like that that kind of immediately reminded me of like the crucible like that era, yeah like salem witch trials era type thing yeah and it it's just like crazy what was that 1600s and mm-hmm. it's like still somewhat happening today those like ritual things
0: yeah uh, and like you you want how old were these kids what in the crucible No, in, like, this real-life thing where they were going to drink people's
1: blood. I think they said, like, 11, 12.
0: Yeah, it's like, like, and you'll see see people quick to jump on, oh, it's the internet. They looked it up on Reddit. It's Reddit's fault. It's 4chan. You know, it's like, but. (laughs) Just blame
1: Reddit for everything. (laughs)
0: Dude, you'd be amazed, like, how quick people are to just jump on, like, oh, it's because they had the internet and they could look things up like this. And they could find those videos, for starters. I can't even easily find videos grotesque as to to that be level. drinking yeah, blood. Yeah. That level.
1: Yeah. I mean, people and second, fall down the rabbit hole like watching YouTube videos all the time and like Yeah, but they that's start not here on and YouTube. end up there, but that's not on YouTube. That's not it, on YouTube. That's not on YouTube, it, it's not it's not yeah. as bad as that, whatever no. wh- whatever that was. That's like dark web type it, stuff.
0: Yeah. And even then, even then on the dark web if you were really going to find something like that, you have to go through chat rooms. Yeah, and chat rooms are so hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you really wonder how someone gets to that state mentally, where not only is it, I want to drink someone's blood.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We want to drink someone's blood. Yeah, it's and that's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you agree upon. Yeah, it. like how did you get
1: to that point?
0: Yeah, I think that's in part why people are so fanatical about Columbine too, was because it was two friends doing something, right? Yeah. So there was the humanizing aspect of them being people. Yeah. W- like whereas the, you know these lone shooters, it's like oh they were just like some, Virginia like, Tech and yeah stuff schizophrenia like that. kid like bugging out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, you know what still messes with my head? Oh boy. What was what was that Florida shooting? It was a Florida school. I'm really trying to remember the name of the high
1: school. Stoneman Douglas.
0: Douglas, yeah,
1: yeah, Stoneman, uh, Majority Stoneman Douglas, yeah, yeah,
0: dude, that kid walked out with other survivors. That, mm-hmm. He got away for like
1: two hours. Yeah,
0: what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, what are saw, we doing? Well, you saw like some of the sheriff, well, the cops in there. They didn't have enough like cops on standby at the school, yeah, and stuff like that. And then the no, other, and their the security others, guard,
0: their security guard fled. Yeah. Their security guard hid under a stairwell and called the real cops.
1: Yeah. Is there, and then there were he other deserves like to be charged like for that. like, afraid to go into the building. Like, dude, that's your job. Dude. Get in there.
0: Yeah, and then the cops set up outside. It's, like, I get I get that it's a lot to ask. Yeah. You know, no one's saying that that's not a dramatically hard thing for the average person to do, to go in there and to face someone who's trying to kill you. Yeah. Like, that is a really high standard and a really high ask Mm-hmm. But that is why we pay you. Yeah. That is For why that events. is why you're the yeah. one with a badge and a gun is so that when things really really get heated, you are the one who can put down your life to protect innocent people. Uh-huh. And how much more innocent do you get than a school full of kids? Exactly. You know. That's the that, that security of gu- that security guard and the first responding officers who stood out there just radioing radioing each other should be a shame.
1: Yeah. Well, I think they were waiting for, like, a SWAT raid team to dude, come Dude, it in. doesn't matter. Like, I'm he, not, I'm not justifying them. I know. I know. I'm not justifying and I, them.
0: And I get that there's, like, certain regulations, but you can hear the gun going off.
1: Yeah, and like, there wasn't one officer it. in the crowd was like, okay, we need to go in.
0: There wasn't yeah. one dude who had the nuts to just storm up a staircase at him, like... hmm Those kids don't have bulletproof vests. No. Those kids don't have concealed carry training. Those kids don't have emergency response training. They're in a classroom with a locked door and a gun pointing through the window.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know, man. Yeah.
0: And again, like it's it's not a huge town, you know. It's, it's not a big crime area, so these cops might not be conditioned as well as say a SWAT cop. Yeah, a I think cop, I think they you said know.
1: What well, it was Parkland, Florida, I believe. Parkland.
0: Yeah, Parkland, that's what it was. And Parkland. I
1: think that was like suburb area of Florida.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, it was a very low crime area and they uh-huh. didn't have to deal with much violence frequently, but like... Dude, you're a cop. You're a cop. You're a security guard. You're an armed security guard. Uh-huh. Why do you think they arm you? Exactly.
1: For situations like these.
0: For when kids skip class? Like, no. It's for that one time. It's for that... Please, Where's your permission slip? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It like, it's for that one in a million chance that a messed up in the head person wants to come kill people at this school, the reason that gun is on your hip is to put them down. Yeah. Whether you put it in their knee and don't kill them, or you put it through their eye and you, you leave them on the dirt, your job is to use the gun when there's someone else trying to use one. Yeah. Cow. Uh,
1: I. T- <laughs> well, um,
0: I mean... I'd go after him with a pencil, man. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I mean, if I if I hear kids in the room next door getting killed, I'm going after the piece of garbage that's trying it.
1: You know what? Good for you. Good for you.
0: And I'll probably get shot in an instant and die a stubborn, stupid death, but
1: Hey man, you hey, it's, it's a
0: it's a lot more uh, it's a lot better than a life where I okay. know I sat in a classroom just listening.
1: Alright. So sports yeah, <laughs> yeah, <don't> enough, <laughs> yeah, sports, but no absolute absolute last thing. Alright? Yeah. You see the news alerts yesterday of, like, all the bomb packages that have yeah, been everywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know, there are a bunch of packages that have been delivered all over the United States for people that have been outspoken against President Trump, uh, yeah. everywhere from former President Obama to former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton to the offices of CNN, Joe Biden. Robert De Niro got one this morning. <laughs> Why? Why Robert
0: De Niro? I mean, I get that he's, like, openly speaking for the left wing, but, like, is he really that influential
1: of a person <laughs> Yeah, he's one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah,
0: but is he changing any undecided voters' minds on anything? If they're big Robert De
1: Niro fans, maybe. (laughs) Any more than Jimmy Kimmel? If they're quoting Taxi Driver every day, maybe. I guess, but... No, you get my point, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I think it's really because of this whole... The the way people discuss politics now Mm -hmm. is in a very frantic and uh, wartime-esque... Yeah. way of speaking because that's what gets people ratings is a, a sense of fear, a sense of worry, offend, uh, a sense of urgency. Negative, no people I mean, don't people don't donate to yeah, a cause if, if it doesn't seem I urgent. I
1: mean, if you study communication, negative connotation works a lot better a with lot people better. than
0: positive. No no one cares if things are going great. Shut up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh but like people I I've heard so much lately like, "Oh, we're on the verge of a civil war." It's like, right. "Are we?" Like right. Like I I will admit, the the left is definitely taking a harder turn towards more radical. Uh, well, I think it's policy just like, I think and it's rhetoric just both, and the right the right's increasing its rhetoric intensely, but you don't see it in actual policy yet. Yeah, you know, like when when you see people saying, "Oh, like hate speech should be a crime," and they're actually trying to get the laws changed. That's extreme rhetoric followed up with an actual attempt to change policy. Yeah. You know?
1: Well, I think the problem is becoming that both sides are just becoming more and more extreme on those sides. What I think people need to remember... And there's, like, less moderate in between.
0: Yeah. Well, that's not... I disagree. I think there's exactly the same amount of moderate people as there were 10 years ago. Now, obviously, statistics there's going to be changes. It's not perfect, yeah, yeah. But relatively, there's the same amount of people who aren't intense on their side. But what you're seeing is a shift to focus on only the two most dramatically in-depth sides. And for the most part, when you hear the Civil War talk and yeah, America's no, falling apart, I know
1: what you're saying because no one pays attention to the one, the moderate ones because it's not it's, 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 not, inter- it's not it's not interesting. Yeah. Nobody
0: cares. It doesn't get ratings. But I think the the alt-right, like, neo-Nazi right-wing and the far-left, dyed-hair feminazis are a dramatically minute percent of this population, and those people would go to arms for their ideas, mm-hmm. but nobody else would. Yeah. And I think that's something we need to remember with all this Civil War talk and all of this, oh, we're on the verge of a collapse... Is we're still neighbors, we're still family members, we're still in a community that's thriving. Uh-huh. You know, we'll still go work at similar jobs, and yeah, we're still some a country that so, works y- together. Yeah. yeah, some of us like one person, some of us like another, and uh, and mm. it's not new, Although, like, dude, I was almost cast out of my family for coming out as a mainstream conservative.
1: Well. Ann Arbor historically is a very very left, le- very, very not
0: even liberal. It's it's leftist. I would say. I didn't have a single teacher because, like, in order for us to hear the other side, like a conservative viewpoint, and even in my debate classes and my government classes, I was the only one who would share a non-left perspective. Yeah, and
1: uh, in those like types of classes. I mean, I mean, a, a you, main part of it is you have to look at both sides of the argument.
0: That's that's what I worry about. Is that even and the right's just as guilty of this as the left. Um, people don't understand the other side's opinion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And I think the best example of this is abortion. Yeah. And I know it's a risky topic, so yeah, I'm not so going to go we're in we're depth. Treading, we're treading into risky waters here. The the essence of the two arguments comes down to whether or not it's a baby. Yeah. Right. And. If I was someone who believed that inside that womb was just a clump of cells and not a living being, I would a hundred percent support the left perspective, that that's just an attempt to restrict women's rights. Yeah. I don't share that perspective, so I disagree, but I completely comprehend where they're coming from. I don't think that they're bad people because they support their ideas. I just disagree on one of the fundamental factors in determining that opinion. Yeah. And I think it's really important that we remember that and that we we have the perspective to know this person doesn't want to kill babies. They just don't think that's a baby. Yeah. You know, and if they really thought it was and believed it was, they'd agree with me. Yeah. And if I didn't think it was, I'd agree with them. Yeah. And I'm not here trying to put women in shackles and you're not here trying to execute small children you know yeah uh and i think it's really important that everyone take a step back and remember that fundamentally we we share the same end goals yeah uh, it's the same with gun rights everyone wants people to be safe yes that's in essence there's just different ways in essence everybody wants america to be safe and free and to be prosperous and to not live in fear that's that's the essence of both arguments yeah and we need to but, remember but, but, that
1: but yeah just, it's just a different, different approach way, yeah, of achieving it yeah.
0: right it's two paths to the same goal and that's what we need to remember is that it's the at the end of the day we're it's trying the to the same goal ourselves. we're trying to better yeah. the nation as a whole
1: there's just different ways that people yeah see it we just
0: there's just different, different ways to get there
1: to yep Alright, well with that being said, thank you again, Sergey, for joining us.
0: Yeah, great to be back. Yeah,
1: alright. I know this one wasn't much sports related. I mean, first half probably was. No, we had a a good while on sports. Oh yeah. Uh, I was going to be honest, I kind of wanted a little bit more dirt on East Lansing. I thought you had like a crazy time there, but I guess not.
0: No, I mean, I, I don't drink or anything, so there was no real partying for me. Um... It was essentially just my roommate and his friends walking around. <laughs> I, I, I mean, they couldn't get into any of the frat day parties because they didn't know frat kids. Ooh. And uh, I, I, had, I had Always. a good burrito. A couple guys flipped me off. And then my team won in football. It's a good
1: day. It was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Beyond Reason. Catch you all later. Remember, we are on podcast form everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Um, we're trying to get SoundCloud, right? I, I, can, try- I can set up a SoundCloud I, for I'm you just to say, Well, yeah, I just realized we still, I, I still don't have SoundCloud. So, yeah, I mean, I if people listen on SoundCloud, that, that might be something to look into. I'd
0: listen to it on SoundCloud. I'll, I'll
1: sell <laughs> one. Off. All right, all right. Thanks. See you all later. Beyond Reason.